tuning in to another episode of Newsroom. My name's Katie, and I will be your host as we meander into the lives of inspiring and creative people. This is a hub for makers, thinkers, and anyone else that is doing the work that they truly want to be doing. So this week on the podcast, we talk a lot about supporting women and empowering women and supporting the women-owned businesses in Cleveland. And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot and I've really been craving community and connection and female friendship is something that keeps coming up a lot. Such as last week, I listened to a podcast episode on Let It Out with Katie Dalebout where she interviewed the author of a book called Text Me When You Get Home, which is all about female friendship. I haven't read this book yet, but I really want to read it, so I'm going to order it ASAP. But like I said, this topic just keeps coming up, and that makes me feel less alone. I'm not the only one who is craving this. Now, normally, I would just wait for people to find me and just stay in the comfort of my own home, living vicariously through people on Instagram, but something has shifted inside of me, and I believe it's shifting for a lot of women. I've been forcing myself to go outside of my comfort zone, and this is part of the reason why I started the podcast. I want to connect with people and meet new people, so I've been cold emailing people that I've never met before to set up coffee dates to see if they want to be on my podcast, and I've met some really cool people that I hope to connect with more. A little over a month ago, I went to the soft opening of our creative clubhouse here in Cleveland. Our creative clubhouse is a co-working space specifically for women founded by the founder of the Cleveland Flea. And at that soft opening, I met a bunch of like-minded women, and it was just really great to be in the presence of so many amazing and creative women, and I just, I wanted more of that. So then last week, I went to my first local Girl Gang Clea event, and that's what brings me to this week's guest. Just two days after the Girl Gang event, I had the pleasure of sitting down to chat with Maria, the founder of the local Girl Gang Clee. Maria wanted to support the women-owned businesses here in Cleveland, but she had trouble finding all of these businesses. So she started Local Girl Gang Clee, which is a tool for finding all of the women-owned businesses in Cleveland. I've even found a future podcast guest via this website. But it isn't just a website. The Girl Gang's motto is... Her success is our success. And I think that motto speaks for itself. And I also, I don't want to give away too much, so I'm just going to let Maria tell you the rest. And I hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, let's just get started. I always hate the beginning of podcast interviews. It's so awkward. But, um, let's just dive right in. So can, I just want to ask you what's been inspiring you lately. Mm-hmm. What is something that happened recently maybe that has just really kept you moving? Um, I was thinking about this. Um, I've just been like really inspired by women in Cleveland doing like really cool things. Mm-hmm. Like there's some girls who um, I follow like through Instagram and they're just doing like really exciting things for Cleveland. Like there's <clears throat> a couple of girls who are opening their own gym mm-hmm. and they're like our age, mm-hmm. um, like early twenties. And I just think it's awesome. Like that's been the most inspiring thing is like, Oh, these girls are like out here killing it. Like mm-hmm. I got to keep moving forward and supporting them. Totally. It's been really exciting. Yeah, yeah. There's something I saw, maybe it was on your website. It was like, your success is my success. Mm-hmm. Do you remember saying that? Yeah, your yeah. success, her success is our success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It seems like you're just there to like be a cheerleader and yeah. support all of these women. So I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, so let's just start at the beginning. So where mm-hmm. did you grow up? When uh, where were you born? So I was born in North Carolina, um, but I only lived there for about four years, mm-hmm. and then my family moved to Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, So I lived there from the time I was four to when I was basically three years ago. Um, I went to college at the University of Colorado in Mm -hmm. Boulder. Um, And then after graduating from there in 2015, uh, me and my then boyfriend moved out to Cleveland Mm -hmm. with the job offer that he got. Yeah, so 
um, you wanted to be an archaeologist. Is that what you yeah. started out as? Mm-hmm. So I went to school for anthropology. Um, it was just something interesting to me. Like I mm-hmm. took an AP art history class in my senior year of high school and was like, oh, archaeology seems really cool. Um, so I went into anthropology as a major and nobody stopped me and said like why don't you do something more practical that you don't have to go to school for five more years to do um so I majored in anthropology and like halfway through my college career I realized that I was gonna have to go to school forever to be able to do that um so I switched to elementary education Um, my mom was a teacher I just thought like, oh, I can do this. Like, this is a job I can get right out of college. And um, the more I got into it, the more I got into the training for it, I, I thought it would be really fun. Like, I started to really fall in love with it. <coughs> um, so, yeah, I came out of college with anthropology and elementary education. And after we moved to Cleveland, I um, took a year off. Did, I worked in retail for a year just to try and figure out, like, mm-hmm. what if I really wanted to go yeah, teach. that was paper trails. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, paper trails in Rocky River. Um, and that's kind of when I started to, like, fall in love with small business, mm-hmm. and especially, like, woman-owned businesses. Um, it was just a lot of fun to, yeah. to work there. Um, so I worked there for a year and then decided that I should give the teaching thing a try since I had gone to school for it. Um, so I started teaching in Cleveland Metropolitan School District. Um, I taught second grade for two years, um, just finished the second year in May, and decided pretty much at the beginning of the school year that that was going to be my last year. Like, it wasn't really working for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that you noted, like realized that after two years, that's not mm-hmm. a lot of time that you, like, spent doing something that you didn't want to do yeah Um, yeah yeah so you moved from Colorado to Cleveland what was like what like was it culturally different like what was that transition like um yeah it was really really different um the first time that I even came to Cleveland was when I was driving my car out here like full of all my stuff Mm -hmm. um my boyfriend had already been out here and like picked out a house for us but um I like very quickly fell in love with it it's very different from Colorado um, the weather is different, like the neighborhoods are different, the architecture is different, but I've, I love everything about it. I think that since I was born in North Carolina, I've always been in love with water, like I've loved living near water, and I didn't realize I was missing that in a landlocked state. Right. Um, so that's like one thing that I love about Cleveland is access to like the, uh, to the lake. But yeah, it was definitely a culture shock, um. But in, like, good ways, too. Like, it's so much cheaper to live here than it is to live in Colorado. Yeah. Um, especially in, like, Boulder or Denver, where we were. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of good things and, like, some kind of harder things, too. But overall, yeah. really good. Yeah, I love that we live right next to a lake. Like, mm-hmm. It's five minutes to walk to the lake. And yeah. it just feels like you're at the beach. It's so great. And I love all the restaurants and places that you can go to, mm-hmm. like, sit on the water. Like, I haven't been to the um, Pier W um, patio yet, but I heard that's really nice. We went to Pier W actually the night that we got engaged to, like, celebrate. that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, It was kind of dark out, unfortunately, so we didn't get, like, the full view, but yeah, I definitely Mm want to go back. When did you get engaged? December. Wow. Mm -hmm. And when's the wedding? Not until next summer. Cool. Summer 2019. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So you moved to Cleveland. You just... um, so you started Local Girl Gang Klee while you, while you were working mm-hmm. as a teacher. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about how that came to be. I read that you um, were just online shopping and you saw a shirt that said your Local mm-hmm. Girl Gang, and that really resonated with you. Mm-hmm. So can you just talk about that and how that really was the jumping point for everything? Yeah, so... Um... I, I was online shopping at The Wandering Wardrobe, and she had a t-shirt that said, support your local girl gang. And I think at the time, it was like a fundraiser for um, like a girls club. I don't remember what it was. It might have been like the, I don't remember. Some, it was like a fundraiser for like a girls camp mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Um, 
but so I bought the shirt because I just loved the phrase and wasn't really sure what it meant and then as I like was wearing the shirt around and like thinking about it more um I decided that it meant that I needed to like do more to support women around me um this was also like how uh six months after the election or so so I was like just feeling like really hopeless and like helpless so I, I felt like I needed to do something. So I decided that like to support the women around me, would the best way to do it would be with money. And um, I decided to make it my goal to shop at more like women-owned boutiques, go to women-owned coffee shops and restaurants, um, and just do anything that I could to like frequent those businesses. And I started to realize that there weren't really any resources for finding those businesses, um, other than like scrolling through Instagram or Facebook myself. Um, so I started to make my own list. I would like have a voice memo on my phone and like a notepad in my car and would just every time I like saw a business or heard about a business, I would write it down and then go home and Google it and see like if what I could learn about the owner. Um, so I got ended up with a list of like 40 or 50 businesses and decided to make it a, a public online list in case anybody else had that same endeavor. Um, so I started working on the website in June of last year and then launched the website August 20th last year. Cool. Yeah. How long did it, how long were you like driving around, like writing all this stuff down before you started the website? Um, I, that's a good question. I, I think I like bought the domain name in like mid June. Mm-hmm. And so like from the end of May to like the beginning, like so like I guess a couple of weeks I was driving around um, recording businesses' names and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, when I launched the website, there were only like 40 businesses on there. So it was kind of a continued process. Like I started out with only a few businesses and then all throughout that summer, I was like trying to add more and more to the list. Mm-hmm. So when you launched the website and you decided you wanted to make this public, mm-hmm. what were like some of your intentions? Like what did you want it to become at that point? Um, I really wanted people to be able to use it on a daily basis. Like I really wanted um, it to be like the Yelp that people would go to when they need it, when they wanted to find a business. Right. Um, at the time, I was also like, oh, this could also, like, segue really nicely into, like, some networking events. Um, that was, like, a dream that I had for, like, way, way down the road. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, like, all these business owners could get together in one room? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, like, a far away dream that I had for it. Um, but, yeah, I definitely, when I first started, I wanted it to be something that people would come to as, like, be like one of their staple websites that they would go to. Mm -hmm. Cool. So then when did you then have your first event? How did that transpire? So I had a friend, um, actually I reached out to Aviatra Accelerators, which, which is a women, um, business accelerator in Cleveland. And at the time it was, um, Jackie Chacarellis was in charge of it, um, here in Cleveland. And I reached out to her and just like wanted to connect with her. I felt like she'd be a really good resource. And she said, I'm going to put you in touch with Anna, who um, was just like working with Jackie on all of it. Um, And I got coffee with Anna one day and uh, she said, like, I could really see networking events being really successful with this. She's like, let's start planning our first one. And I was like, okay, this feels like way too fast. I'm not ready. But she was like, yeah, we'll like plan it together. Let's figure it out. Um, so we started, I think we got coffee in, at the end of September last year. And she was like, let's, let's have our first event on like November 9th was the date that we worked out. Um, and she like totally helped me plan the whole thing. She was like, I know you're super busy. So if like, just give me whatever you want me to take on, um, and we'll plan it together. And luckily she did because I would still probably be planning the first event because I need like that extra push. Right. Um, and she totally encouraged me and was like, you're ready. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. And it was like a really fun, successful event. And then like after that first one, the momentum just like carried us. Um, she helped me plan a few more of them. Um, yeah, just like kind of got me in the swing of 
planning those and like inspired me to think of some new ideas for events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's good that you had someone to help you. Yeah. Um, especially when you're starting out. That's really helpful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what was the, um, like what happened at that event? Where What businesses were there? So it was at Room Service Boutique on oh, West cool. 25th. Yeah. Um, and she was also, Jenny was the first business that I featured on the website too, where I like um, interviewed her and then like wrote, wrote about it. Um, and she was also like the first business that when, before I launched the website, I had to reach out to like those 40 businesses that I was going to include on the website, just so that they would like know what, what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenny was the first person, the first person to respond to that email. And she was like, Oh, I totally get it. Like, this is so awesome. I'm so excited about this. Like, I totally get what you're going for. And I remember getting that email and I was like almost in tears because it was like somebody saw like what I saw and was really excited about it. So it just felt like really, really special that I got to have the first event at her store too. Right. Um, Cause she was like such a supporter of it. Um, so yeah, it was at, it was at room service and we had about 35 people show up. Um, we had yoga, a little yoga, like meditation class led by sacred rebel yoga. And then we had um, a cake and, some sweets from Sweet Costo. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was everybody. So, yeah, it didn't, it didn't start out with, like, a ton of vendors or anything, mm-hmm. but it was just super simple, and people were, like, really excited about it. Nice. Yeah. So then just a couple of days ago was your most recent event, so mm-hmm. it's cool that I get to talk to you right yeah. after that. It's really fresh. So yeah. maybe talk about what has changed since the first event mm-hmm. and... Maybe just give us like a little tour of what happened at the event, just yeah. for people who weren't there. Yeah, so we had our um, eighth event actually on Thursday night. Um, it was at Harness Cycle downtown, um, and we had the event from like five to eight. And at five, the doors opened, and we had a ton of different vendors there. I think we had like twelve or thirteen. Um, which obviously has changed a lot from the very first one when it was just like right. come to this boutique and shop with us. Um, so that was really cool because a lot of people were had um, like a boutique set up at their table. Like um, Shabani from Bombay Taxi had like her whole line of jewelry. Um, Nikki from Olive Me Beauty had her um, like olive oil based skincare products out. Um, and then some people just had just were like giving out pamphlets and like raising awareness about what their um, business is. Um, so it was really super fun. So we had like everybody was shopping at 5.30 we had our spin class um, that was so fun because it's like at Harness they do such a good job of making you feel like you like you are a pack together like in the room mm-hmm. um, cycling together and it's just super motivational and makes you feel like you're like one with the people around you so it was like the perfect kind of like culminating event um for for that evening so we had a 45 minute spin class and then afterwards we just had wine and snacks and kind of mingled and networked and um shopped with everybody and it was really really fun yeah how did you get in touch with um Anne from Harness um I actually so I have a friend who is like a diehard cyclist there like goes like twice a day oh wow yeah (laughs) yeah so she's like that's like her crew of people got it um and she's the one who first dragged me to a harness class because I was definitely not like super enthusiastic about them at first I was like this is gonna be so hard Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can do it but um she dragged me to a couple and um she's the one who was talking to Danny at harness and Danny was like oh we want to have a girl gang event and then she put me in touch with Anne Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've never. I still haven't done a spin class before. It was really hard. I don't know if I want to. I mean, I think I definitely want to check out Harness. Mm-hmm. I haven't, except for your event. I haven't been there before. Yeah. And but I just don't like aggressive workouts. Like, yeah. I'm just not. I'm like a little <laughs> bit lethargic, and like I'd rather mm-hmm. just stretch and do yoga. Yeah. But it is nice. Like, I mean, you could take the whole class at your own speed mm-hmm. if you want to. Like they are like guiding you through and like making you like up down up down like do like arm dips and stuff but 
you can definitely just like sit there and slowly spit on the bike for the entire <laughs> workout if you want to do. Oh man, that's cool. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go check that out soon. Yeah. So yeah, that was my first time at one of your events, mm-hmm. and it was cool. I got to talk to a lot of people, and yeah. I met more people to maybe have on my podcast. Awesome. Um, yeah. I was a little nervous to go at first just because I'm Mm -hmm. not super immersed in the community yet Mm -hmm. and I had been to one networking event about a month ago for Creative Clubhouse and I was also super nervous before going Mm -hmm. to that and so maybe what would you say for someone like that coming to your event and like how they can make the most out of it? Yeah, Um, so we tried to, this event we had our, this was the first time that we did like a passport for the event. Um, which was just like a little sheet of paper that had like all the businesses that were participating with a little checkbox next to them. So to get your goodie bag at the end of the night, you have to like check off or have your have the business owner check off that you came to visit them. Um, so I hope that that was a tool to facilitate conversations between people because it can be awkward to walk up to somebody and be like, hi, I'm Katie. Like, right. I mean, it's definitely... It definitely is awkward, but I hope that our events don't feel like networking. Mm -hmm. Because when I think of networking, I think of, like, a hotel ballroom. Yeah. And, like, tall tables and name tags. and and, Yeah. (laughs) Like, a little lanyard with your name on it. Like, yeah, it just feels so, like, stuffy and boring and uncomfortable. Right. Um, So we always have plenty of wine at our events because that definitely, like, makes it easier. We have... Um, and like conversation topics, I guess, like that's one of the reasons why we want vendors to like bring their table of, of promo materials and like products because it's such an easy thing to walk up to talk to somebody about. Right. Like you can walk up to, um, like, uh, Nicola from Ampersand had all of her like antiques, like had a little store set up. Um, so that's so much easier to walk up to her and say like, Oh, I love this piece rather than like walking up to her and introducing yourself and like asking what she does. Like, yeah. um, hopefully those kind of, our kind of networking events are very comfortable and fun. Yeah, it didn't feel stuffy. It didn't good. feel like a hotel ballroom. Yeah, all, so good. That was really cool. And it, like, it always feels like everyone's there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, I mean, we're all there to like meet new friends Yeah. and get to know business owners. So. I think that makes it easier because everyone's kind of on the same page. Like, well, this could be awkward. Like, we could just hang out in the corner if we wanted to, but it'd be more fun if we just walked up and yeah. started talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I am trying to do lately is I'm really craving community. Mm-hmm. Like, I've lived in Cleveland for about a year, and I live with my boyfriend, and that's great, but we don't have – we haven't met a ton of people. Yeah. And with my job, a lot of people live in Akron or Norwalk or just, like, none of them live in Cleveland. So mm-hmm. I lately have been craving that so much. And so it's really great that you have – you've you're holding a space for that. And yeah. Yeah. It feels good to be around so many, like, creative women who are wanting – craving the same thing. So. Yeah. And I think, like, since I moved to Cleveland just three years ago um, – I'm most of the friends I made were through my fiance's work mm-hmm. like the guys he worked with I then met their like wives and girlfriends right. and they became my friends or like the um, rugby team that he played for like his teammates I met their wives and girlfriends um, so I, it was kind of the same way for me like I didn't have a group that was just like mine I felt like and maybe that's that was like in my subconscious when I was planning these events I was like I want like my own crew yeah um so hopefully I've like been able to provide that for other people too. Yeah, that's kind of like why I started the podcast too. Yeah, it's like a selfish reason, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's talk about fear. So before starting a business, I'm sure people. I mean, they feel fear. They fear of failure. Like, do I? Why do I have the right to do something like this? Mm-hmm. I definitely felt it before starting my podcast. Mm-hmm. So maybe talk about some fear that you had around it if you had any um yeah I mean when I when I started it I kind of didn't think it would be like I hoped it would be a popular website that people would come to but I didn't really have a ton of like second guesses I guess because I didn't take 
that big of a risk on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like I um, took out a loan and like right. rented out a storefront and like bought products. It was like I paid my Squarespace fee. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wasn't super worried about that. Like, um, one thing I was afraid of was just making the website like perfect. Like, um, again, like with the events thing with Anna, like pushing me to do it. If my fiance hadn't been like launched the website, I would have probably, I would probably still be working on the website. Like it was in August and he was like, can you just make it go live already? Like he was so tired of me just like staring at my computer screen, looking (laughs) for like flaws on the website. He's like, just make it go live. You can go back and fix whatever you need to fix. Um, so I like literally had to like take a deep breath and like count to three and then like make it go live. Um, so that was like one thing I was worried about was just whether it was perfect or not. Um, and that fear has kind of carried me like through most of the events too. It's like, if, is this going to be perfect? And it's not like the event that we just had, um, I had like some vendors back out at the last second and it was like, okay, we're going to have to do it anyways and it's going to be fine. Um, I like had some extra food that I was supposed to bring to the event and I completely forgot it and it was fine. Like nobody, I mean, I think everyone still had a good time. So, um, yeah, I couldn't tell that anything like that. So (laughs) good. Um, yeah, so I, there wasn't like a ton of initial fear just because it wasn't a huge risk to start. Um, but there have been like things I've been afraid of like since then. Mm -hmm. Um, like things that have come to be because of the website. Like for example, I was on a panel on Wednesday actually at Cision, like a women's entrepreneur panel. And I like couldn't eat for two days leading up to that because I hate public speaking. And it was just like so far out of my comfort zone. So there's been like things like that that have been very scary. Mm -hmm. But then because of that on Thursday at Harness, I was, like, totally comfortable to get up in front of everyone and, like, introduce the business owners. Yeah, you seem totally natural. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, there's been things I've been, like, very afraid of leading up to those things, but in all, they've been, like, they've definitely all helped me grow. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you were waiting for something to be perfect, like, Mm -hmm. no one would Mm -mm. ever have anything. Yeah. Like, no one would have started businesses. Yeah, we wouldn't have anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so what was the um, panel that you did? Um, so it was at Cision um, downtown, and it was a women entrepreneur panel. So it was me and um, Janae Bryson from Auden and Company, and Lisa, I think it's Lisa Quine. Yeah, I met her at yeah. another event. She's yeah. nice. Um, yeah, she's awesome. So she, And she was actually in, um, she was in a picture with me in Cleveland Magazine. <sighs> Um, we did like a girl gang shoot uh, for an article and she's like she calls herself like blurry face number six in the background of the picture (laughs) Um, but yeah she's super awesome so it was a really fun panel and it like because I was so nervous about it um, when they sent us the information and I saw like who else they sent it to I was like when it said like Janae and Lisa I was like oh my gosh it makes it so much easier because Mm -hmm. I like feel like those are two like friends right um sitting next to me so yeah totally it was a lot better so now that you did that and that you felt comfortable speaking is that something that you um just you got over that fear kind of so Mm -hmm. no yeah I mean yeah it was like it was only like 30 people in the room um and it was all women so I feel like I conquered like that fear but next time when it's like 60 people and a mix of women and men and women, I feel like I'm going to, I'll have to like overcome that right, too. Right. Yeah. You're always overcoming something. It's never, it's never finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you first started Local Girl Gang, you were still teaching. So mm-hmm. can you talk about how you were, how you started a business with a full-time job, what, how you balanced stuff, like how you stayed organized, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a hard transition going from in August of last year being just super excited about launching the website and about growing it however I could to um, having to start lesson planning and like getting ready for the start of the school year. Mm-hmm. Um, when Especially when I kind of knew like this is going to be my last year. Um, 
when I knew that that wasn't like my passion. So it definitely was challenging. Um, over the summer last year, I would have to say like, okay, I'm going to spend five hours working on the website. And then the five hours after that, I'm going to work on planning for school. Um, so when the school year started, I really had to do everything that I could to finish my schoolwork at school so that I could spend the evening working on the girl gang. Um, and that didn't always work. Like there were a lot of nights when I stayed up like way too late um, just because I really, really wanted to work on the girl gang. Like mm-hmm. that was what, that was my passion. So I, I like made, I tried to make time for it. And usually that, that came out of my sleep time. Yeah. But um, it was, yeah, it was definitely a challenge. And it was like, I, I needed to still make sure that I was doing my best for my students because like so many of them just needed all the help that they could get. Um, So there was definitely a lot of times when I felt guilty, like I'm really half-assing teaching and I'm really half-assing the girl gang. (laughs) And like, I was not always proud of what I was doing, but um, yeah, it was hard. It was definitely hard. Yeah, I'm kind of doing the same thing right now. I mean, I'm not... I'm hoping that this will turn into some sort of business mm-hmm. eventually, but it's it's hard to balance multiple things at once, for sure. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So what would you say to people who want to start their own business? Maybe just any advice that you have. Um, I just, like, say to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want everybody to to do whatever like makes them happy. Um, I got the best advice, but it kind of goes back to a couple things I've said, but I got the best advice from Annie Lemke. I was interviewing her. She has um, two businesses. One is Nellie Taft, which is like an online women's clothing boutique based out of Indianapolis. And then one is the Water Creative, which is um, like they make video ads for different companies basically. Um, and she started both of those and she's like 25 and I just think that she's awesome. But she said, um, her advice was just start before you're ready, which was what I needed to hear. Like, I wish I would have known her when I was first starting out so she could tell me that. Um, but I think that's the best advice. Like it's not going to be perfect, but just go for it. Yeah, I agree. And that's, I've asked that question to a lot of different people and that always seems to come up. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there is balance. You have to, you don't want to throw all your money into something, you know, you have to be a little bit smart about it. But like we said before, nothing's ever going to get done unless you Mm -hmm. just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So what are, how, so it's been since, no, when did you say you launched the website? August 20th. August. Mm -hmm. So it's, almost a year coming Mm -hmm. up on a year a few months yeah so what has changed like what have your how have your intentions changed like now that you've been out in the world for almost a year Mm -hmm. like what's your next step what do you want to do next um so I really want to um figure out how the website can work more for businesses um and I've been kind of toying with some ideas for that so I'm going to start in July, I'm going to launch some like memberships that um, both businesses and customers could could buy like either monthly or annually. Um, and that would come with different membership benefits like for the businesses on the website, I, I really want to make a calendar of what all the different businesses are doing. Um, like it would have the Girl Gang events on there obviously, but like if um, Anne at Harness was having like a, a sale week or something like I would want that to be on there if there was another business doing like a pop-up shop I would want that to be on there so you could ideally come to the calendar and see like if you're trying to plan an event you could find a day when there's not another event coming that would that you would be competing with because I mean I really don't want anyone to feel like they're competing with anybody like there's definitely enough for everybody but um I guess so that it doesn't take away from the support that that other business would be getting mm-hmm. and so that you could go to their event too. Exactly. Um, See, so yeah, I really want there to be a calendar. I really want to ha- like facilitate collaborations more between mm-hmm. people, um, whether that's like having a group that people can post in 
or if it's like having a message board on the website, something like that, um, to kind of facilitate introductions so that people can collaborate more. Cool. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, so, why do you think it's so important for women to support women and for that to have community around that? Um, I just feel like there's so many things in the world trying to like bring women down like in our society there's just I mean there's just so many things trying to trying to slow us down and other women like shouldn't be one of those things like we should all be doing everything that we can be to help each other mm-hmm. like it's hard enough just being a woman right <laughs> without like adding in all the other stuff that like society puts on us Mm -hmm. um and like for so long I feel like we were like encouraged to be competing with each other yeah like it's all about I don't know it just felt like everything was telling us to be competing with each other and to be comparing ourselves to each other um so I think that it's really really important that we're just supportive of each other and there's been like some there's been like such a movement in the right direction for that um so hopefully the girl gang can just like facilitate that even more yeah I agree yeah and we definitely like want to support each other but competition is still like kind of an instinct in the back of our minds so it's it's hard to um just figure out how to you can't really get rid of that, but mm-hmm. just how to um, turn it into something else. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've, like, um, I mean, growing up, I was always, like, a very jealous person, right. too. Like, if I saw somebody who had something I didn't have, it was like, oh, I, I don't like them anymore. Like, I want that, and I don't have that, so now I hate that person. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, in my adult years, I've been trying to... Like, it definitely still happens where I see somebody who's, like, killing it, and I'm like, ugh, I should be that person. Like, Mm -hmm. I could be doing better. And so I'm trying to, like, now, whenever I feel those feelings, like, reach out to that person and just say, like, you're doing awesome, and I'm honestly jealous, and, like, I look up to you. Like, try and turn those, like, really negative feelings that, like, well, only negative towards myself, really, but trying to turn those negative feelings into, like, supporting that person. Right. And, like giving them some, like, positive... I mean, it feels really good when somebody's like, you're doing a really awesome job, and I'm a little bit jealous. Like, I think that's such a compliment. So I'm trying to, like, give out those compliments to people, too. And using it as fuel, and also what you put out will come back to you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think the local girl gang's totally gonna facilitate that. I hope so. Yeah. So you said something about, like facilitating more collaboration mm-hmm. so I think that would totally help too yeah so what kind of what um what were you thinking about that um so what I would love I don't know if this like how to make this possible but I would love if there was like um almost like a like a message board on the website where um a a for example, like Emily Rogenberg, she's like an apparel designer. She could post on there and say, hey, I'm looking to do like this kind of photo shoot. I'm looking for like two models and a photographer. So then like she could just leave that post up there. And then um, like after that, a photographer, if they were on the website wanting to collaborate with someone, they could go on there, like find photographer and see like, oh, Emily Rogenberg is looking for a photographer mm-hmm. and could like then reach out to her or something. Um, so I think just like having a space where people know to come and see if anyone's looking for collaborations, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be super helpful. Cool. So I want to ask just one more thing and then we'll just do like some quick fire mm-hmm. game sort of thing. So, um, basically just how can people get more involved with local girl gang clean, even if, Maybe if they have a business that they're working on starting mm-hmm. or if they're not even an entrepreneur and they just want, like I said, if they're creating community and yeah. that kind of thing, how can they get involved? Um, definitely just come to an event. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the best way to start meeting people and to um, promote your business. I mean, we always have, like, the community table where 
anyone who comes can just like drop their business cards there um so you can always like check that out you can like really the events are for anybody and everybody Mm -hmm. we've even had guys at the events before and like our harness ride was led by logan who's like the newest trainer there um so it's just it's also really fun to like see guys get excited about it too but yeah like this community is for like anybody and everybody who wants to support local women-owned businesses um, I think that's the best way to get involved, just show up or just like send me a message or email me and we can yeah. get coffee or whatever. Yeah, totally. And people can sponsor wine. How, can mm-hmm. they, how do they do that? I kind of want to do that next So time. yeah, um, before the event, I usually like put out a call to like, hey, if you want to sponsor some wine, um, message me. And um, this most recent time, it was just $15 to sponsor, sponsor a bottle and you... Um, I'll just like send you an invoice and then you send me your logo over and we have it printed on these cute little wine tags. Um, And then every time someone goes to pour a glass of wine from that bottle, I think it's a cute little thing like, oh, thanks like Newsroom Podcast for this little glass of wine. Mm -hmm. It's just fun. I like that for sure. And then how, if someone wanted to collaborate with you on an event, how can they go about that? Um, Just shoot me an email or message me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm always open to, like, new ideas. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, so, I don't know if you can talk about this yet, but um, what's, do you know what's happening with your next event, and when is that? Um, it's going to be sometime in August, and I want to um, make it, like, kind of a bigger event to celebrate the Girl Gang's first birthday. Um, so, I really want to do, like, a panel um, with like five or so business owners of like differing levels of success, I guess, like someone who's just starting out versus someone who's like well-established um, and just get to like do a Q&A with them. Like everybody has such a wealth of knowledge to share. Um, so I think it'd just be really fun to be able to hear them tell their business story and for the audience to kind of get to interact and ask questions. Right. Cool. And so what are you most excited about for Local Girl Gang Clee? Um, I'm just really excited about like how it continues to grow. Like mm-hmm. there are new faces at each event and um, like new people reaching out to me every day like, oh, I just found this. I think it's such a cool idea. Like I'm excited to get involved. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's definitely just strength in numbers. So as it continues to grow and people continue to get involved, it's just getting like stronger and stronger. Yeah. I'm excited about it for you. Thanks. Cool. So let's, I just have these flashcards. I've done this one other time before and okay. it was pretty fun. So just, you can just pick, you'll just pick one up and just come say whatever comes to mind first. Okay. So Does it have like a word on it? Yeah. There okay. might be a word, a person, whatever. Shuffle them up a little. Yeah, you can if you want. Ooh. Oh, is there something weird in there? Yeah, I'll just give it to you. Okay. I find it. Cool. <laughs> okay. Would you rather? Oh, <laughs> would you rather go to a tarot card reading or a psychic? Um, I don't really know what the difference is, honestly, but I would have to say a tarot card because I don't know like anything about that, and I'm so curious about how it works. Yeah, I've never been to either. I guess they're yeah. kind of the same thing, but they might. I think maybe a psychic just doesn't use cards. But I'd be kind of scared that a psychic would. I would read too much into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I get so I get scared like so easily like Mm -hmm. if I'm reading watching a scary movie it sticks with me so I think a psychic would freak me out too much yeah I feel that way too activism um I guess just like putting yourself out there for the things that you're passionate about that's what activism means to you means to me yeah growth um when I think of growth I think of change like Things are changing around you, and you got to grow to to meet those challenges. Mm-hmm. Nice. Favorite books. Um, right now, I'm reading a book. It's not my favorite, but I don't like have a lot of time to sit and read. So I've been listening to like audio books, nice. um, and I started listening to "I'll Be Gone in the." Is it "I'll Be Gone in the Dark"? Yeah, I think it's all begun in the dark. Um, But it's Michelle McNamara's book about the Golden State Killer. And it is, like, so fascinating. 
So it's I not fiction? Sell. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and the Golden State Killer was just caught, so yeah. it's, like, especially interesting. Oh, gosh. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, one of my favorite, like, podcast genres, too, is, like... Crime. Yeah, true mm-hmm. crime. So that's been, like, a really good one. Nice. It's been a fun, fun read. Um, favorite Cleveland restaurants? I have, like, a few of them, but the one that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which I think means I need to go back soon is Collision Bend. Have you never, been there? I've never even heard of it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Collision Bend for, uh, Brewing, I think. But it's like right on the water. It's in the flats, on the east bank oh, of the okay. flats. It's right on the water, and they have a really good sparkling rosé. Mmm, I'll have to check that out. Oh. Kanye West. <laughs> did we talk about this when we got coffee? I don't think we did. Okay. I am such a diehard Kanye fan. Like, he is really important to me, actually. No, I feel the same way. <laughs> and I feel like so many people are, like, so anti-Kimye in general, but I'm super on board. Like, I actually didn't even like the Kardashians at all until he got married to Kim. <laughs> but I've loved Kanye since, like, late registration. Yes. He's so... I just love him so much. He's, mm-hmm. like, so important to hip-hop. American culture and hip-hop. And I think that he's the most talented artist of, like... Of our generation. Yeah, he does a lot for hip-hop, and, mm-hmm. like, he might be, like, a rash person. Yeah. But he's, I think, I don't know, I don't want to say anything to make anyone mad, but... I'm happy to say <laughs> it. I love Kanye so much. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even if he says stupid things mm-hmm. that I really don't even think he means, um, he still has something to bring to the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. I could go on and on about Kanye, and his two new albums are amazing. I have listened to Ye, I haven't mm-hmm. listened to the other one. Um, it's different. I also loved Kid Cudi, mm-hmm. so that's like, I I didn't realize that I, I was like really looking forward to that collaboration happening until mm-hmm. it actually did. Cool. Um, it's not exactly what I wanted, but yeah. it's not bad. What other hip-hop artists are you into? Um, right now I'm listening to, I've been listening to... Um, Damn by Kendrick Lamar, like over and over and mm-hmm. over. And like every time I listen to it, I hear like something new. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's incredible. I know. I want, like, there's, there might be a flashcard about him in yeah. there, but um, I want to meet him and like he's my dream podcast guest. Yeah. Like he's so cool. I don't yeah. Know. And he won the Pulitzer for that album. Oh, really? Yeah. I think. And I it's never him. gone to anybody outside of the classical or jazz genre wow yeah that's so cool yeah. um the one i think it's the might be the last song on there duckworth mm-hmm. about his um dad and how he worked at a chicken restaurant and mm-hmm. who's the guy who was the head of that gang um anthony or something and how he like would go to that chicken restaurant all the mm-hmm. time and kendrick's dad would give him free chicken and then one day he him and his gang came to shoot up the chicken restaurant and yeah like spared um Kendrick's dad just yeah. because he gave him free chicken it's yeah. crazy because then Kendrick if he didn't have his dad might have been ended up in a gang at mm-hmm. some point so I just that was I think it's really powerful I yeah. love that song yeah that whole album is amazing he's <laughs> he's incredible cool yeah I'm glad you like that kind of music yeah and I've also been like J. Cole I'm really into J. Cole mm-hmm. lately um his new album's really good but I love 2014 Forest Hills Drive is like one of my favorite rap albums of all time. Like I could sit and listen to it all the way through over and over. Um, and Chance the Rapper obviously oh, is yeah. like one of my top mm-hmm. top two. Him and Kanye are my favorite. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Do you want to do a couple more mm-hmm. of those? Sure. Okay, what TV world would you want to live in and why? This is a hard one because my first thoughts for TV worlds are Westworld and Game of Thrones. Oh. And both of those are, like, completely terrifying. <laughs> um, what's another? Oh, definitely Parks and Rec. Oh, totally. Like, that's my all-time favorite show, and that's, mm-hmm. like, just such a feel-good place. Like, yeah. Pawnee, Indiana, I'd live there in a heartbeat. Oh, man, yeah. Sustainability. Um, when I think about that, I think about the environment and, like, doing things that help us, that help the environment. Yeah. Yeah, which is, like, also kind of a depressing topic right now. (laughs) Would you rather travel to 1720 or 1920? Definitely 1920. 
The okay. Roaring Twenties. Um, I saw a tweet recently that was like about somebody wanting their friend to like start planning the New Year's Eve party for 2019, like going into 2020 to like kick off the Roaring Twenties. Cool. I was like, oh, I never even thought about that. Oh my god. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Cool. It's about Thanks. to be the Roaring Twenties again. Okay, one more. Sure. Okay. Would you rather drink? Oh, what is that? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca or go skydiving? I don't know what ayahuasca oh, is. Oh, it's like a weird tea that comes from like the bark of a tree and okay. you drink it and crazy it's like stuff happens. Yeah. Definitely skydiving. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever done anything like that? Like skydiving? I haven't. Or... No. Yeah, me neither. I've, um, yeah, I've never done anything like that. I do love like adrenaline. Like, mm-hmm. what? what's the word? Like, like, I do love like yeah like ropes courses and like zip lines and stuff oh, like cool. that but I would love to do I'd love to go skydiving cool yeah all right well thank you and so how can yeah. people find you what's your Instagram and website and all that stuff yeah so the website is yourlocalgirlgang.com mm-hmm. and the Instagram is at localgirlgang underscore CLE nice all right well thank you for coming on the podcast thank you this was awesome cool Thank you so much for listening. Maria was a delight and it was just really great to be in the presence of someone who is so passionate about empowering women and being a cheerleader for women-owned businesses. And if you want to find out more about Local Girl Gang Clee, go to yourgirlgang.com. There you can find out about upcoming events, check out the extensive directory of women-owned businesses, and even help grow the gang. If you know of a women-owned business that isn't on the site, you can submit it there. So you can also follow the Local Girl Gang Clee on Instagram, and don't worry, all of the links for this will be in the show notes. So just a couple of things before I let you go. Next week, I have another really great episode planned. Just a couple days ago, I interviewed Leah Rishaki, who owns Cleveland Rolfing. Have you heard of Rolfing? I'm not even going to attempt to explain it, so stay tuned for that episode, but trust me, it's a good one. Leah is extremely knowledgeable about many things, including the human body, and we even touch on female friendship, among so many other things. See, I told you, that topic just keeps coming up in my life. All the time. Anyway, so speaking about connection and meeting new people, I'm going to start hosting my own events. The first one is super low-key, and if you follow me on Instagram, you probably already know what it is. Next Monday, June 25th at 6.30 is the first Muse Room Book Club meeting. I'm holding it at Edgewater Beach, if the weather's nice. If it's not, stay tuned. Anyone is welcome to come as long as you are respectful and bring an open mind. So make sure you go follow Muse Room on Instagram for updates on this. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, well, thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed my chat with Maria. Go check out her website, follow her on Instagram, and go follow Muse Room on Instagram. You can also join the secret Facebook group, and the links for all of these will be in the show notes. If you would like to support the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes, subscribe, or share with a friend. All right, well, I can't wait to talk to you next week, but in the meantime, I hope you have a great week filled with community, connection, inspiration, and creativity. Bye.